you know, um, peace. He brings me peace. And he's just, he, he makes me happy. Uh, he makes me feel safe. He's smart. I don't have to dumb myself down to speak to him. He doesn't make me feel stupid. I accept me, pulls this shit. And that's my own shit for feeling stupid. He doesn't do it. You know, um, he made me feel important. He's a great talker. I'll tell you that. I swore. I swore after Adam ever again. That dude, mm, the hell that he put me through alone was enough for me to just say, fuck this ever again. I don't want to fucking be attached to anybody like that again. Because that hurts. It's seven years later and I'm okay. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'm indifferent to him. The only thing that I pray and hope and wish and all the good juju I can is that he's a dad to his son. I I fuck less if I ever spoke to that man again. He is nothing but a bag of lies and manipulation. And, you know, just who can he fuck over? That man has almost had me killed. That man has just, just, he's an evil fucking human. But fuck, man, I just want to be a dad to my son. Because my son deserves his dad. Everybody deserves their dad. I deserve my dad. My dad can't stand me. For what? I don't fucking know. You know, but it's just like, I I have so much... So much shit in my life that is not sure, that's unstable. You know, a lot of it is my design, I will admit that, you know, but it's also, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have been taking care of myself since I was a child. So, basically, I'm running on fucking fumes and trauma responses, because that's all I fucking know. And it's scary. What makes it even more scary is, is that why I'm just like, like fucking persona non grata? Is that why people do the things that they do to me? Is that why I'm stuck? And I, it's like, I've worked. I've worked on self. I've gone to therapy and I still go to therapy. Um, there's so fucking much. And still I'm here. And almost in tears because, again, it's another day that I was told I was going to spend time with this person. He's not even fucking responding to me. And I don't think people realize what kind of a fucking headspace that puts somebody like me in. I was raised in fucking isolation. I don't, I don't, I'm sure I've talked about this too. I don't care. I have to get it out because there might be somebody listening to this murder. If anybody listens. But I was raised in a home where children were to be seen and not hurt. I was raised with, I had everything I ever wanted as a serial object. I had television, and I had a VCR, I had cable, queen-size waterbed, toys out the fucking asshole, everything. Every, a library, like his little back sunroom was in my fucking, attached to my back bedroom. I always got the biggest bedroom. <coughs> Everything to keep me occupied and everything to keep me out of my parents' fucking way. We didn't go on family vacations. 
Russians. Fuck, we never even really went to see our family. Like, I went with my Nana to go see family. And me and my mom went to, like, Arkansas for a few years consecutively for Easter, quote-unquote, family fucking reunion. That's it. Oh, no, I take that back. I went to float with my dad once. And he didn't put sunscreen on me, so I almost had 30-degree burns. You know, or let's talk about the time I got food poisoning when I was three. And I remember this. This is the fucked up part. I remember being in a car seat in the El Camino in the middle. My dad had bolted it down to the center because El Camino is only two seats. And um, we went to go pick up my mom from off of Grand because she was an operator services for the phone company. And I remember coming back, and I threw up all over myself because I was so sick. Like, I didn't want to go with my dad, but he didn't want to leave me at home. And uh, we're on the side of Shaw's Garden and cleaning out the car, cleaning me off, and I'm apologizing, terrified I'm going to be in fucking trouble because they had to do something with me. When I got chicken box at school, like... <laughs> They told me I was going to have to call my parents. Or they were going to have to call my parents. I was going to have to go home because it was chicken pox. I started fucking crying. Why? Because it meant that my parents were going to have to take time out of their life to do something for me. I spilled milk once. My dad fucking lost his shit on me. You know, and it's just like, here's the thing. I've normalized all of this behavior because in my eyes, my parents did the best that they could raising me. As well, they didn't really have the best fucking siblings themselves, you know, but it's just like, it's fucked me up, and it's like, now it's like, I'm older, and I'm realizing it, and I'm realizing the, dude, I'm fucked up, and it's like, who the fuck cries over somebody who, he, he dangles a carrot in front of me, to, I guess, keep me interested, I don't fucking know, you know, because here's the next thing. I've done enough work on self that I cannot say what he is thinking, what his motives are, or anything else of that nature until he comes out and tells me that. Well, that means he'd have to talk to me. And we might have, like, mm, a marathon conversation every great once in a while. But for real, it's just like it's like he talks to me out of obligation. Like, And so in the beginning... Uh, this this round, because last time, like, we went out to Mr. Taco, and like, he just disappeared again. You know, it's like, this time it was when it was snowstorm, ice storm. That was a scary fucking day, man. I thought I was going to go off on the fucking road. <laughs> it was scary. He was there. He was there for me. And my mom would have fucking screamed at me. <laughs> when I called my mom when I was supposed to go back for surgery... I got fucking mad at me because I woke her up. I had to have a friend come down from North County to take me at 5.45 in the fucking morning. You know, it's like, what's so wrong with me that not only do my parents have some very strong feelings towards me and make it known, but also everybody else. People will make plans with me and just nothing. It's been a running, a recurring theme in my life. Or, um, 
about asking you out and just say, nah, man, I don't fucking date you. You're a joke. Starting to age of third fucking teen, you know? Um, I've never, ever measured up for anybody. Ever. You know, and I didn't think I was going to be able to measure up to this guy. <laughs> I was right. I'm not good enough for him, you know? I was right. Don't fucking, don't believe it, Sarah. Don't do it because guess what? You know, he, he's, he's not going to mean it. He's just fucking with you because you're just a fucking dumbass. I spent a whole summer on pots. Go to the backpack. Like I was told. And it hurts. And it hurts because he does get it. And it hurts because I can see something being amazing with this human being because... You know, nothing is ever fucking perfect. We're not perfect. We're not built to be perfect. But whenever you invest your time into something that's worth it, it becomes beautiful and magical and wonderful and all those fucking things, these stupid-ass fucking movies, sell your ass. And I was tripping, thinking I was even going to keep that for a moment. I don't know what I did, man. But it just, it's to the point, like, why? Why am I even still here? I have systematically lost pretty much everything. Everything. And so it's my own design. At the same point in time, it's like, I have no support. I have no dependability. It's just me. And I am tired of it. I'm tired of being the entertainment. I'm tired of... I don't matter. My time doesn't matter. Oh, boy. I like to tell you fucking stories. One stories just from the past month where my time doesn't matter. Where it doesn't matter what I have to get done, everybody else's shit takes precedence. Where I'm the strong one, so I can handle it alone. I can't handle it alone anymore. I'm tired of asking people for help because they don't come. I'm tired of being ignored. I'm tired of being forgotten. I'm tired of being bumped down to fucking nothing. I'm tired and being lied to about it, man. So what do you do? What do you do when there, you just, there's nothing left in you? Because you just you can't fight anymore. And I'm sure I could, but what, what, what's the purpose? What's the reason? I have nothing to fight for. I have fought for me for, okay, let's see. I'm taking care of myself since I was four. So for 37 years. I fought, no, is that right? Yeah, huh? Look at me go with math. For 37 years, I have fought for myself. I have changed and transformed and just been from one person to another, 
I have lived for other people. I have compromised myself for other people. I have gone to a dart leg level of straight cunt because I was I was no longer doing for people and I was very self serving then and I didn't like that either. You know, so it's like every day I I stride to attain a balance where I'm not self serving or any of that. I'm basically here. I feel like I can't breathe half the time. Sometimes I really can't breathe because, well, my lungs are fucked. You know, but I always have this weight on me. It's always this perpetual anxiety. It's always, who am I going to disappoint now? It's always going to be here. Everybody else gets to be happy. I guess it'll be the air in this. You know, it's like, I'm a... And maybe I'm not as a solid motherfucker as I think I am. Maybe I'm not as good of a person as I think I am. Maybe. I see that I'm a good person. You know, I know I'm loyal. I'm fucking smart. I know I will bend over backwards for the ones I fucking care about and love, regardless of what they do for me. I don't give a fuck about nobody's money. I don't give a fuck about nobody's anything. I have lived with money I've lived without it. I promise I was happy without it. Because whenever you have it, people have motives. And it's fucked up. So what do you do? You know, it's like you, you start really thinking, because you're left to your own devices all the fucking time. If it's like this, if literally the only time people ever really think to acknowledge me is whenever they need something done. Why am I? Well, why? What? Would it really be that big of a fucking problem if I wasn't here? But would it? Sure, there'd be a funeral, and you know, people would have to show their fucking assholes because God knows funerals are not for the dead; they're for the living. So people go in there and overdramatize how their fucking relationship was and what we did and what we could have done and, and in all reality they could have done it while I was still here but that's too easy or too much but that just means that they would just have to get to know somebody or hang out with somebody or just be there just show the fuck up that's it's too much to ask for that too I don't fucking know, man, but what I do know is this. I'm broken. I'm uh, sick to my fucking stomach. Because I'm tired. Tired of never being enough for any single motherfucker on the face of this planet. That's it. Hey, well, I'm at my friend's house to meet them. <laughs>